The Boys from Bosque Podcast. Presented by the new establishment. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of The Boys from Bosque. I'm here with Super Dave. Um, don't worry, I'll edit this later on, but Super Dave, how are you? You all right? No. All right. So we've been talking about the um we've been talking this week about Comic-Con. disappointing Comic Con. Me and Dave went there. It, it felt like a money grab. There was no atmosphere and it was just like Dave said, there was so much more to do previously. Now I can't remember the last Comic Con I went to. I, the last event I went to was Celebration we went did at Excel. Yeah, we both went to um, Celebration, and that was quite a lot of fun. Now, I just think, I don't know, it just feels like there's a bigger business opportunity there, and it's something I've started looking into to see if it's well, possible. Well, the Star Wars thing, it was just when Rogue One came out. So you had all the yeah. character suits in, in cases. You had original cast members there doing interviews. Mm. From, like, the original Star Wars, you had, like, Carrie Fish and people like that. Yeah. You and had, you like, had big names. Yeah, and you had big, the big, they had a massive stage in the middle of the, in one of the halls. That's right. Um, you had lots of rides. I think they even had a fun fair rides in there and stuff like that. But they had simulators and stuff, didn't they? Yeah, and all the games companies were there. This one, there was literally no, the, the only big name that was there, I think, was um, Halo Paramount. Halo TV show. And Paramount were just promoting um, the Halo TV show. Yeah, 20 only 20 minutes of it, right? Which so comes that, out this week. So what was the point? Yeah, they had Bandai there. Obviously, Forbidden Planet were there. But I was just like... Yeah, but Forbidden Planet was only doing signings. There was no toys or comics. No. No, they, they had all the signings. Well, no, there were some quite interesting ones. I did pick up a few interesting book writers who were there. Like, I, I did go and listen to That's some... That's what I mean. There was authors and writers that people wouldn't know unless you're yeah. into that sort of thing. but And one thing that having less people did help with, and less going on, is I did get to speak to a couple of comic book writers, and I bought some of their comic books. Um, I saw some of the smaller artists, which were quite nice. Um, what did I, do I have there? Right, so yeah, I bought some of the comic books. One of them was called Skies of Fire, and another one called Apocalypse Girl. And at some point, I'll get them onto the show to talk comics. But I was just very aware of the fact that they didn't seem, it's Comic-Con, and there was very little investment in actual Comic-Con. And I know anime is big now. Anime and manga is massive. But there, there was just a room that was like, here's a uh, Tokyo pop room. And it was basically these people selling like fast food. A Bandai were there, I think. There was all Pop Funko stuff everywhere. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. How, if you had a Comic-Con of your own, yeah, what would you do? is my question to people. For me, I'd have, like I said, I'd have rides there. I'd have, why they don't play with VR anymore? They're massive halls, empty. And I'm sure they could have put VR in and had people playing, like, Team Fortress. The last time we went, there was one hall, and that was just food and beer, as well as the stuff in the middle. And then every hall had something different inside it. Yeah, and this place... really even... Shut the Star Wars celebration one. They even had like cars and stuff from like Scooby Doo, Batman, and all that. Yeah, none of that stuff Ghostbusters guy. Yeah, like the, even you know Ghostbusters has just announced they're doing stuff. I get unless the streaming service. I, I guess it might be the way streaming services are operating now. 
Sure, in that they're contract. being really greedy about their stuff and they don't want to put anything out until they announce it. Because I just had an announcement that would have been perfect for Comic-Con this week, um, which we'll talk about during the show to do with Ghostbusters. I'm very, like, what is going on here with, um, with you know, the organisers of Comic-Con? And I've put a question to you. You know, fair enough, they did do a little bit more in terms of, like, toilets weren't an issue, unless you were female. <laughs> that's everywhere that's nightclubs and bars um, well they could they should have put poor Lou's out for the ladies I, I, I again there's loads of women coming to Comic Con now alright clearly there's not enough female toilets this place wasn't built that long ago how does that even happen do you know what I mean like they, they charge in so much money for these events now as well and they're not giving people who go there anything. Nothing about that. And I don't want to hate on it too much because I had a, I was with the boys. You know, I had a relatively good time, um, even though I could drink. And I was just like, I, I was just really, I don't know, I felt a bit hurt. They could have done so much more. They could have had so much more events or activities going on. Um, That's what I mean. There were no activities going on. That, that was the worst one. Yeah, and a lot of people put a lot of effort into their costumes. A lot of people I suppose there was one stage where they were doing like lightsaber training. Hmm. I'll be intrigued. When's the next Comic Con? Um, is that in October or is it August? There's one coming up soon. Because I think I'll is. be intriguing to go to the next one to see what that's like. It may just be because it's early in the year. Um, the weather hadn't been too great. Probably um, not. No, it was boiling hot there, but up until then, it hadn't been particularly great. And people may have gone, oh, I don't want to risk it. COVID may have played a part. No, but, but there were really... lots of people there. You couldn't move at one stage. Yeah, I, I really question anywhere that can attract that amount of people and not put on a good show. I don't know, in my head, I've got Vegas. Do you know what I mean? Lights, I've got attractions, I've got, like I said, the VR... The gaming could have, like, I know it's not games. Yeah, I mean, they even had, like, a Bob's Burger van there. But they weren't even selling burgers out of it. It's like, <laughs> come on, you got a burger van, just sell burgers out of it. Why advertise um, Bob's Burgers and not do nothing with that van? Yeah, why Why not just have... And I don't know how families ended up walking around there, because it it's a lot of walking. And like I said, it was very expensive. It, it was not cheap. And... I, I don't know. I just question it. And also, if you, you never open up a business that's got salad in the name, even if you're selling salad, don't open up a business that's got salad. Why do people insist on doing that? Nobody likes salad, right? They love salad, but nobody likes salad. So when you open up a business and it's like salad, nobody, that's the only way I managed to get anything to eat or drink. So I went to the salad, what was it, the salad shack or whatever it was called? Um, I had to they, have a kebab for breakfast if the food was so bad. Um, what was your breakfast. take? What, I had to have you... a kebab for breakfast. <laughs> it was what a kebab or a burger. That's all you had the choice of. What would you do to improve it, though, Dave? I know I'm going on, but would you... Because I've got lofty. Like I, I would nerd the place out big time. You've just got to do events and do stuff for people. Entertain mm. people. There was yeah. no entertainment. There weren't even like people walking around... Like laughing, joking, like jesters and stuff. Just entertain people. It was a big super. It was like going through a market. Yeah, I really. Dis- you was literally what? just going backwards or forwards. It was like comic book shops and pump, funk pump pops. And stuff. they charge. And that was it, really. 
I, I don't know how much Forbidden Planet were paying to be there, but the artists, I'm really sorry, but comic book artists shouldn't be charged 100 quid for a table unless you're a big company. If you're, if you're just somebody who loves drawing comic books, why are you having been charged 100 quid for a table space? I personally think that's nuts. It should be... Yeah, but I like, nothing, really. It's only 10 signals. I know, but, like, if you think about it, if you sell comic books, right, you're lucky if you break 100 quid on an issue. Um, like, unless you're one of a big studio, like Marvel or DC. You're lucky if you do that. And I just think it, it's not good for the industry if we're, if it's all about how much money the organisers can make out of Comic Con. Because don't get me wrong, they spent a lot of money. They had a lot of security there, and there was a lot of barriers there, you know, and I know that... Yeah, but it was all Z-list celebrities. Don't be mean. Wrestlers aren't Z-listers, man. Mate, I, I didn't even know there was, like, a, a signing area, because it was all blocked off with, like, a, a rat run sort of thing, so you had to look at a sign to go talk to them. They yeah. Like, main stage, or... You look at the American one, there's a main stage where everyone stands and has a chat. Well, should we go to the film and TV one next and see what that was like? Because we didn't make it. We didn't make it. (laughs) And I had a good... The last time I went to the small TV one at Olympia, I had a really good time there. Yeah, but you look at the cast on that, it was a lot of big people from like Doctor Who and stuff. Yeah. Where this had nothing. Yeah, which is... Again, I I don't know what the problem was. I don't know whether it was... It it can't be COVID because other ones had more names in it. Um, so something's going wrong up and next so I don't know if it's MCN charging too much money which I guess I'm thinking it is um, I don't know whether Comic-Con's oh they're just going... not they're not paying the money to the artist or a bit yeah because it just for such a big venue or are they taking 50% of every signature but no I think they're just charging and they're saying why well, the doing that <laughs> Who knows? I, I really don't know, but I, I do think they, they need to rethink how they're organising their business model because it was very disappointing. But anyway, I don't want to carry on a show of being angry about what they've done because we've got other news to talk about, haven't we? We've got loads of reviews. We've got diabolical stuff coming up for you. Um, first up, um, Prime has announced... <laughs> is, that, is that your boy's situation? <laughs> diabolical. Um... <laughs> There's a new show uh, for the nerds coming out soon, uh, Paper Girls, which is based on a comic book, if my memory serves me right. And it's it's stories about time traveling. Uh, I think aliens and stuff in there. Don't quote me. I've never read it. Um, but that's been produced by Amazon. There's been a lot of comic book products that have been produced recently. Hardly any of them mean been hits and have damaged Netflix reputation. Um, to a degree, because Netflix done a lot of comic book adaptions that didn't work. Um, Jupiter's Legacy being the most recent. And I know people didn't watch, nobody watched Super Crooks. Um, but they had a huge success with, um, what was the one with the Kid Bianas? Um, Sweet Tooth. Oh, yeah, uh, which is really, really good. Sweet Tooth is absolutely brilliant. And well, Comic Con was um, full of, uh, was... what's that, Fetch and Marquee? That was quite popular. Yes, the replacement for Harley. Because this is the thing, right? There's an entire industry of women who cosplay, but some of them do it because they, they, they love it. Some of them do it because they love it, and there's lots of um, money to be made. Some of them do it because there's lots of perverts out there. And I have no doubt that Jigs is very popular with everyone the Pornhub. Every, everyone would, I would say 80% of the girls were just as Jigs. 
Um, a great way to get a date. And it doesn't mean you should sexually harass anybody at Comic-Con, by the way. I could think of nothing worse than being harassed. I'd say Comic-Con is better than um, gaming um, conventions because at least the nerds put some effort into, like, you know, they sprayed up before they came out. But do take a foldable chair. If you can take anything, take a foldable chair with you to Comic-Con. Because there's nowhere to sit. <laughs> like, there are nuts. Like, I reckon there's people who go in packs, right? And they'll just grab a table early on. And, and then, then the one person has to stay at the table. Yeah, one person has to stay at the table. Because there were people there all day. I'm like, how? If nobody... Why? So so take take um, take a foldable chair with you. One of those picnic, those camping chairs um, with you. Because by God, you'll need it. Because there's a lot of walking to be done and it is tiring if you have nowhere to sit at any point. And we were there, what, six hours? Yeah, it must be about that. We were there about six hours and not once did we sit down um, while we were there and that, that was tough for me. Yeah, anyway. we sat down and had a beer. I didn't. I know, we didn't have a seat. We had a table with no seats. Yeah. I did manage to sit down once when I was listening to the writer going about her books, which was very cool. Um, now, so yeah, Paper Girls is coming out. It's by, uh, it was written by Mr. Vaughan, who also wrote The Last Man, which was a, a although a, a critical, was it a critical flop? It flopped hard on um, Hulu and Disney Plus See, last year. Was it a flop though? Yeah, I think it, it didn't get good. Because um, I know a lot of people have watched it and they said, oh yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, but Dave, you know, you look, Dave, I know you think I don't appreciate your, your, your television habits and your taste, but let me tell you one of a few things. You're a good human being, right? You'll watch something, and as much as I may disagree with you about something, you'll give you a full and fair view, right? The second they heard about a world filled with women, that was it. A lot of nerds turned on that shit before. They, that, that stuff got, like, aimed and fired at. They were like, no, it's so woke. Um... So it suffered from yeah, but that. what a lucky Luffy... guy, eh? Well, he should have been a lucky guy. Well, You'd you think so. You'd think so. But when you read a book, it doesn't quite work out the way one would plan it. But, um, yeah, so that happened. So that's coming. So that new series will follow Erin, um, Mac, KJ and Tiffany, four 12-year-old newspaper delivery girls from the fictional suburb of Stony Stream, Ohio, who find themselves in the middle of a war between two opposing factions of time travellers. We should be getting a tra uh, trailer soon, but that's coming to Amazon Prime. And I think the cast, the cast clearly look like so they're not 12 anymore. Um, I think it's going to be more in the realm of stranger things with an adult touch. So it won't be, it won't be as far as I remember. It, it's not a kids, kids story. It's not going to be Stargirl esque. No, it, it'll be a bit, maybe a bit more mature than, than Home Hoping than Stargirl esque because that that got bad season two. Um, right. So where else are we? Uh, there's a new computer game coming from Marvel. It's a card-based game. If you ever played a computer game, XCOM, it's called Marvel's Midnight Suns. Now, I remember reading the comic book Midnight Suns, and the Midnight Suns, when I read the comic book, were the Ghost Rider. Um, Ghost Rider, Blade. All the people uh, come out at night. Yeah, Morbius, Morbius. Vampire. <laughs> and a few other characters like that. Now... 
Well, while I, that was what I remember. Uh, this Midnight Sun, it's slightly different. It's got Scarlet Witch, Spider-Man, um, Iron Man, Black Widow, Ghost Rider, and maybe, I don't think Punisher, isn't it? But it's card-based. It looks like it's about a demonic takeover of the Marvel Universe. It's on my list of possible games, but the trailer has dropped online, so please do check that out. Do you ever fancy a more demonic version of the Marvel Burnout Universe, Dave? Were you a fan of Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance? You could be honest. Uh, too, <laughs> the Nicolas Cage one was all right. And the guy it that played Ghost a... Rider in um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was pretty good. But that's about it, really. I remember reading a couple of comics when I was younger, and I just didn't get into them. Um, I was in it for a bit. I, I didn't get too deeply in it. I think the it appealed to me, but it was um, I don't think I was into the art style, which is it was which is good. But it just that was a Ghost me. Rider. It could have been a good cartoon. I think you just can't do it for the kids. I is like, no, it's but it's like cartoon based. You think that uh, animated cool cartoon so, uh, more than a TV show or a film? Yeah, animated wise, I think it would work if they did in the style of like um, Castlevania or whatever. You know, um, it might work like that, but definitely not a, a kids show. Hey, here's your friendly Ghost Rider. <laughs> take your ass to hell. Um, all right, in other news, something else coming down the pipeline, the Thunderbolts. Now, the Thunderbolts is the greatest trick the Marvel Universe, comic book universe, ever played on its readers. And it's the only time I think I remember a story coming out that until the last page, nobody figured out what was going on. Unfortunately, it won't work for the MCU because now everybody knows. But the Thunderbolts are basically a collection of new heroes that came out of nowhere. But it turns out that they were all supervillains. And they were like, so you had um, Citizen V, who's, um, oh, I forgot his name. The guy who was in um, Captain America and Falcon, Baron. Um, the Red Skull. No, it was the, not the Red Skull. It's, I think it's Baron Zemo. Oh, Baron Zemo, the one in the purple head. Yeah, so Baron Zemo actually plays. Um, a super like a superhero called Citizen Five. It's either Citizen V or Citizen Five, um, and he leads his team, and they're all um, actually super villains. So they think they're going to do a version of that for the MCU, and it's going to be. Um, so they're all so con men. Is that what you said? Zemo. They start out as con men, but some of them actually do become heroes. So you've got the original team was Giant Man, or Atlas, as he was called. Uh, who else does it? Um, let me get up. The things that I forget. That's homework, that is, mate. I don't, don't, look, don't be hard on me, man. This is a lot of information to gather. This, this, so this is your story. You should, you, should, you should do your homework. So, so many stories for you. But yeah, it came out during the 90s. I think it was the 90s. And the original roster... Was it was like so Marvel's most wanted so um, Atlas, uh, the Black Beetle, they were at, so essentially it was the Masters of Evil in disguise, and they essentially came out and they became superheroes. In the end, they do become heroes, and uh, they wear masks like in Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. So nobody knew knew who they were until the very last bit of the very last. Um, oh the first no, issue. Baron Zemo all the time. <laughs> They did go through a lot of changes, but um, 
and it was it was it was it was a really successful comic book for a while. And so that's going to be the film. But I think the film's going to take a slightly different tack, and you're going to end up with the new Black Widow, the new Captain America that they've got, a US agent. Uh, Baron Zemo will be part of it. And then um, you might have like um, Winter Soldier might pop up in Hawkeye, but we'll see. I ain't putting no money on it, but that's going to be their next big I team. Think Hawkeye's done, isn't he? No, he'll be back. They're not going to. Well, you're going to have the female I mean, Hawkeye. Yeah, you no, know, you'll have both of them in action. And also, one thing you should also remember is that um, the whole point of me mentioning the story is they've landed the director, so it's going to be going into production. I think in the next year or so. I would say that that's going to be the next big Marvel event. Um, and then new sort of Avengers. So that should be exciting. Are you, do you, are you looking for, does that excite you at all, Dave? Thunderbolt? Because oh, it was wait. meant to be, what's I'll the wait name? as um, usual because it's <laughs> quite a lot lately. Oh, God, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Right, other good trailers. I'm just going to go through a few really cool trailers that have dropped. Um, Prey, the new trailer for the Predator movie, which I think is a really, really good idea. If they if they hit the landing on this, be amazing. So it's um, set in the, um, I think, the 1800s. Comanche Indians um, will encounter the Predator. And it's about how they either defeat or are, do not defeat the Predator. Now, it is. it was filmed in English, but apparently they're going to be releasing a, a version with the full Comanche language in it as well, which I think they should have filmed it in Comanche because I loved... I know it's very art house, a bit, a bit potty, you know. It's, which, you know. it's so nice to see it in the Comanche language. But I think that would make such a cool film if they hit Landon on this. And it's a great way for Predator to go and not make the mistakes other franchises, let's say, like Terminator have made and trying to repeat the original success. And doing something different because only uh, one other film franchise I think has done that successfully, Planet of the Apes. Because um, if you look at the new Planet of the Apes, do you remember um, the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes, which everybody? It, it, which, it, it, it depends what Planet of the Apes you're saying. The new, no, it's new Tim ones? Burton one. Yeah, the new new ones. They managed to not make, the Mark Wahlberg ones. No, the Mark Wahlberg one. Uh, <laughs> that was the one. That was the one Tim Burton done because he tried to repeat a lot of the elements of the original, whereas this one sort of told a very different story from the point of view of Caesar um, and told a very different story in its own way. And I think... It it was, but I think it worked a lot better than than Tim Burns' one did. No, no, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and it was a massive hit and it it, it finished the trilogy. So I think it worked. I I didn't like the end of the trilogy because it didn't work out well for the humans at all. But I think as as a product, they took a, a very like a, a franchise that had been successful in its first film that got made the hell out of with people trying to repeat that fire in a pan and they, they did something different which Terminators failed to do again and again um, and I think this is where this has been really really quite good so I'm definitely um, looking forward to this, this prey it's coming straight to Disney Plus it's not going to be released in the cinema but I'm definitely looking forward to that did they say when that's coming out then? Um, I think it's coming out next month. That's quite soon. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out very, very soon. Uh, they dropped a trailer for it last week. Um, and the trailer's quite good. And I hope they hit the landing on this. I well, really, the last really Predator film was pretty good. So It was, but again, it wasn't... It, it, it was like Terminator 3. It wasn't the worst thing you've ever seen. But it could have been... No, but when you had Alien versus Predator, that was terrible. 
Yeah, thinking they put two me. franchises together, that'd be and it makes it better. But they're yeah. to- two totally different franchises. Predator, for all you say about it, is a very much a sort of slasher horror. And yeah. Alien, but the first two more. films are really good. Yeah, Alien films, you don't beat aliens; you just survive. <laughs> you you just get survive. Away yeah. Um, so I found that was I thought that was quite interesting that that. They they went for another reboot on that. I hope I, I've heard rumor there's going to be a, an alien reboot. I I think Terminator just needs to die. Um, we don't need any more Terminator films. It's a stupid idea. It doesn't work. Um, Terminator Two is just a good film. Um, the first one was a good film. The second one was two. The first, the, first two were good. One. the first two were good. Yeah. But they're two I, very different films. Like but it's just it's a story, isn't it? It's like. Well, it's, it's the type of film you can't... It, it's a horror film, and you can't think too much about it. And this is, this has been... And we'll talk about it a lot, a lot later in the podcast, because I know we'll get bogged down with this. Sci-fi isn't... Sci-fi shouldn't be treated like a religion. And when you do treat it like a religion, you end up with franchises like Terminator, which you can't think too deeply about Terminator. Well, I, don't think, I, makes, I think people just... With Terminator, people just thought, ah, oh, Terminator, Arnie, he's not done a film for ages, but pump out another one, people will watch it because he's in it. Yeah, yeah but of, also, let's make a, a great film. Yeah, but again, that's um, but nobody sets out to make a bad movie, I think. Well, I hope not. And but the problem with Terminator is it just none of it they try to create this lore about it, but at the core it makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Like so this computer becomes sentient, right? And decides the first thing it's gonna do is whack anybody it considers an enemy, which is the whole of humanity, right? It's a computer, right? It has limited ability to build and construct. Somehow, it goes from being a weapon defense system to a computer that can build robots, that can time travel, that decides the best option to make sure it survives is to whack human like a leader from. And I'm like, it makes no sense. And that's the problem with these films. They keep trying to make them make sense, but it makes no sense. Did you watch the last Terminator? Um, the last two Terminator films. Did you watch them? The last one was when he had a child, didn't it? Where he had I, an adopted child. Yeah. Did you? Did you? Did you like, he he adopts the original character from the first film. Yeah. No, John Connor's no. de- John Connor's dead, and they're trying to save someone else now, aren't they? I can't remember. It just got Terminator is now a black, like oily things yeah, that are like more just... like venom. And like they're like, yeah, we got we got Linda Hamilton back and Arnie, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's the first time we get everybody back. I was like, Arnie's beating every single Terminator film. That's he not, wasn't in. Uh, he wasn't in one of them. No, he's in all of them. In some yeah. form or the other, he's in all of them. I know you're thinking. I don't the, think he um, was in the Christian Bell one. He is. He's, he's in the, at the end. They do this whole scene. It's all CGI. It's all CGI. I was going to say, it must be all CGI. Yeah, but it's, it's uh, the original Arnie Terminator comes out and they fight. And I'm just like, you, and this is the problem why I think people aren't enjoying Star Wars and all these other franchises at the moment. They just keep trying to create a lore about them and it doesn't make any sense. You know, you shouldn't be trying to um, continue this Terminator franchise. You reboot it. In the 80s, people were perfectly happy to look at films and not question them, yeah. I was perfectly happy to go to cinema and go, that makes sense. People can't do that now. And that's the problem with these with the films like Terminator. The idea that a robot from the future would come to the past and it could only get there. This It had this amazing rule that made no sense that 
things that were mechanical couldn't time travel, but if you cover it in the human flesh, it's cool. That makes no sense whatsoever, right? And that's the problem. Audiences are a bit more informed, especially young people. And there's no point in, like, there's absolutely no point in, in trying to continue these 80s franchises. Reboot well, it. Everyone has the cybernet now, so... Yeah, everybody knows that a robot... Back then, there was no internet, no gadgets, no nothing, and now it's just... Everyone's got and, all that stuff. And I, I say this, I say this cynically about uh, robots and Terminator and the uh, the law behind it. With the announcement that came yesterday, that they they made a um, they grew skin around a mechanical finger. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I, d- I don't know why anybody would have to grow skin around a mechanical finger, but they they've, they've managed to do it's that right to make androids. No, I just reckon it was another useless billionaire that probably wants to do that. He wants to create Westworld, and it's like, well, well, you do... Sex you have, yeah. Well, that's it. I guarantee you, most scientific achievements now, like, people... Porn is driving everything now. HD, porn took it up first. Um, DVD, porn took it up first. The internet, most of the secure banking systems we have, porn. Um, develop those. So yeah, I, I think it's it's it is what it is. But there you go. Um, right, where was I? Halo Infinite, a game which I will get back to at some point, is finally launching its co-op option, which didn't launch when the game was released, but it's being relaunched over the next month, I believe. It's doing in beta testing. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's actually news for anybody. I think as as the article says it's a, maybe a bit too little too late to save that game but I will give it a shot when it finally goes co-op if I can find anybody to play with me but there you go I've got Game Pass now for three months yeah well, well we'll hit up some Halo and see if we yeah, can yeah one pound for three months I thought I'd have a go yeah I've done that as well but There's I don't no, no, like, no, no, uh, no decent games on there but hey um there it's is a, uh, I, I, I think at the moment there isn't the only spend 11 pound a month for this rubbish the only thing that makes will make Game Pass worth it is if you stop buying games. Like that's the only if you stop buying games and you just get Game Pass because there's no point no, in having Game Pass no and good games. games really. Oh yeah, I, I think now. Yeah, but it's been yeah, out for five or six years. No, no, no. But you got to remember at the moment we're in that lull stage with Xbox and Sony where they're not releasing any. They haven't got enough games for their new console, and they're not releasing any games for their new console till the end of the year. And I think What's that's going to happen. A console that's been out for three years because they've got to start shifting them, haven't they? You can't shift them. Get all of the fucking things. <laughs> no, apparently that, that, you can, that's man. the end of that, isn't it? If you people can't buy something, then they're not going to buy it. So stop deleting well, the old console games because well, people I, I, still have them because they can't get the new ones. And well, they're no, too expensive. Dave, Dave, I'm totally with you. I, I, they're I, way I, too I, expensive for what they are. It's like they're buying too, a new mobile they're, phone. They're, they're way too expensive. At Xbox, thankfully, have started doing a thing where you can buy, you can, I think it's interest-free, you can do twenty ninety nine a month. Yeah, but it's still ridiculous for what Xbox. it is. Well, no, I don't, I don't think the price is wrong. I, I you think can buy a state-of-the-art TV now for 400 quid, you know? Not anymore. Because if you heard the Xbox is now the X PlayStation and Xboxes now have like they've upgraded the level of TV technology now. 
Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Don't release something if you cannot back it up. I, look, Dave, I'm with you. I'm surprised they... And eventually released... TV's going to take over for what the console is, and then they're going to have to release another console. Well, no, because that's what... Um, there was another announcement. I haven't, I haven't got the story here, but Xbox are now um, going big into the cloud gaming. So new Samsungs, all the new Samsung TVs will have uh, Xbox cloud gaming, so you, you don't need the console, and you can just play it as long as you've got a good internet how much, how much memory is this uh, TV going to have? No, because it's streaming. I, I don't know. It's going to be huge. You know? I, I It's going to be massive. It's more about how good your broadband. It's, it's, it's just going to be just as another Big Brother watching you sort of thing. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not conspiratorial. I'm not saying that this government has. I don't want to get political, Dave. This is the wrong show, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the boys on boss. Yes, stick with us because it's still happening here. Um, right, one. Uh, where were we? Uh, new mutants. The new mutants of the X Men franchise is turning forty, which I'm shocked by because that means I was what about two years old when the uh, new mutants came about. How old? Stars. How old? How old do you think you are? Anyway, so the new mutants <laughs> is coming out. It's in their 40th anniversary. One of the uh, co-creators, Bob McLeod, is writing some stories for it. Uh, Rob Liefeld, probably one of the most famous um, artists for his big shoulders, is coming back to do cover. And um, I, I just thought of that because I bought I recently bought a comic book for Rick and Morty, who been doing that has a homage to the New Mutants, issue number 87 on its front cover. New Mutants was one of my favourite comic books for a short while, when Rob Liefeld started writing for them and turned them into, like, introduced Cable. Which, you know Cable? Have you? Yeah, Cable from Deadpool. Yeah, he, he, yeah. he lives around the corner from us. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, that that's a 40th anniversary. Certainly one of my favourite comic books, certainly one of my favourite... Um, Worst films made by Fox, actually. It was the New Mutants film, where they literally just... Uh, that was bad. Um, the one with the girl from um, Game of Thrones, isn't it? Yeah, she was probably the, the, the only good bit about that film. She read, she got the memo. Um, everybody else in that film was just like... Like, there's this one scene that's so bad, it hurt my feelings. Like, one of the kids sees... Um, that's um, the one that was a Fox film when it came out on Warner Brothers, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah, they already made a deal. It's on HBO at the moment, I think, because they already yeah. made a deal to um, with HBO before it got bought by Marvel, and it got reshot so many times. I think it was released three years after it was made um, because of a mixture of COVID. Yeah, because of a mixture of COVID and all the rest of it. But that got released like three years after it was filmed. Well, your camera off. Because I'm doing something I don't want everybody to see, Dave. That's why. Are you digging out your nose? Why, did you miss my face? It's back. Oh. Booyah! Would you dig, would you um, dig out your movies? No, no, not so. And um, so, yeah, New Mutants, 40 years. Uh, let us know your memories of, of, of the mighty uh, New Mutants, if you've got any of them. And, um, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll see some... I'll be buying that issue, hopefully, if I can afford it by the time it comes out. But yes, that's happening this year. Uh, Nee Campbell has announced that she is not returning for Scream 6, apparently because they would not pay her enough. I'm surprised by this, because again, I watched the last Scream film. That, you know, I think, yeah, I watched the last Scream film. I quite enjoyed it. It wasn't great. But Neve Campbell was one of the highlights. And again, I'm surprised they're not paying the money to come back, because I know they think they've got a younger audience for it, but I'm like, 
get her in there, man. Have a have a go in style. But apparently she's not coming out, coming back. Were you a stream fan at all? Were you a Neve Campbell fan? That's all I'm saying. Attractive lady, but that's about it. Wasn't like the best actress in the world, was she? Well, that's a bit harsh. Well, she was. Well, she's famous for Party of Five and Scream. <laughs> you know. Playing for Francois. Well, she, oh, I think she was famous for Francois. I think was what she was. That's saying. what I said. She was only famous for Party of Five and Scream. Um, she was in more. She, she was a nineties actress that people. I don't know. Oh, House of Cards. She'd, oh, done she's that, in... that, she'd done that film with What's Her Face as well, didn't she? And Matt Dillon. She's done a lot of stuff. Uh, Wild Things. That's the one I was on about Wild Things. Uh, Kung Fu. The Legend yeah. Continues. <laughs> no, I, I don't really care about her that much. That's fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not going to hold you to it. Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. Oh, yeah. Because that was a great film, wasn't it? Unless we forget the craft, she was in the craft, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, she was one of the girls in the craft. Yeah. Um, all right, fair enough. Right, big announcement time. This week is Geeks Week. We've been dropping as much news as we can. There's been so many trailers, but lest I forget, the biggest news I heard this week for me, anyway, is the announcement of. So if there's something strange in the neighbourhood, who are you going to call? Egon, Ray and Winston. Yes, Ghostbusters is making not only a return film-wise, because they've announced another movie set in the afterlife storyline, um, but they've also announced a TV cartoon. series. It's going to be a cartoon. No, it's going to be a, a, a series. Um, it's going to be a cartoon. They, they announced uh, it yesterday. It's going to be a cartoon on Netflix. Because I've, I've got them filming here as the, the trailer. Well, maybe for they're it. doing a cartoon as well as a TV show. Um, so here we go. It's going to be really bad because one of them's going to be crap. <laughs> or both of them. Yeah. Um, so why would you do a cartoon, a TV series, and a new film? Well, I think Netflix is putting the money out there. Like, well, do you know what? Um, I, I, don't, I don't get that. I, I think they've just gone, we need the. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Yeah, the story's dead already, Curtis. No, I'm just trying to find out what the... Um, the films weren't that good in the first place, anime. so... Which films weren't? The second one was terrible. Well, yeah, yeah but, like, again... Lady Ghostbusters was I, extremely terrible. I enjoyed it. It was rubbish. I enjoyed it a lot. I, it wasn't like right, it was just—it's just, a, it's just a, a fake comedy. No, yeah, I think it had no, 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 no. I think it had some good moments in there. I don't no, think it was, it was as good as I wanted it to be. But yeah, I definitely enjoyed it, and I'll, I'll give him credit for at least trying something different. And I think it was what's the name as well, Old Thor. The only, the only good thing about it was well. was Thor. He was the only good character in that. No, I, no, I think what's the name—the one who was being like the crazy. I don't um, like that Australian comedian. I don't like her. She annoys me. I know, but I, I do. It's not, about, it's not about what you like, Dave. It is about what I like. She's annoying. Um, She's got a squeaky voice. It's annoying. But yeah, I, I think that it'll be interesting to see what happens with, with Ghostbusters. I'm certainly not um, 
impartial to them doing something with it. I've always felt it could have been a better franchise. But again, I hope they don't make the mistake that Terminator done and just whipping a dead horse. But they um, are, aren't they? The last film we'll was see. too bad. We'll, we'll see. But that's how it should finish. <laughs> that's it. No more. They all got together. Egon was a ghost in the middle of them. And that was how it should be. Yeah, but David, there's something strange in your neighbourhood. Who are you going to call? The police. <laughs> right, another trailer that drops, Black Adam. And it was a really weird trailer. A lot of fans aren't liking it because it's got this really weird yellow tint to it that a lot of the DC films have had. And it's like, can we please stop with the yellow tint? That's the, that's the, thunder, the thunderbolt in his chest, though, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, it's, it's just a reflection whole, off of that. It's just a whole picture, but um, it looked it, the first shot, and I swear to you, not, I've got to put these up together. It looked like the trailer for Black Panther for a bit, and I don't know whether that was intentional or not, but it looks like it reminded me of the Scorpion King, like the way they were dressed and all that sort of stuff. It looked very, yeah, Egyptian yeah, sort of, um, sword and sandals to it. Yeah. It looks like quite a funny trailer, I, I think it suits uh, it, it suits um. The Rock, because he pretty much does act like a god in every film he does now. Um, he's been immortal in enough movies that it's like he, I think the audience now think he is. You know, he's going to be a more again, though, rowing that boat. Yeah, because they're doing the sequel to it, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, it looked it looked it looked good. I hope it's a better direction for the DC um, cinematic universe. They've got quite a few heroes in it. You've seen Atom Smasher makes an appearance, and so does Hawkman. I think there's a few other characters. I think there's one definitely called um, Tornado making an appearance. But the Justice Society of America and Doctor Fate, who's DC's version of um, Doctor Strange. Is Shazam going to make an appearance? Huh? Shazam is he going to make an appearance? I would think at the end he'll make. Appearance because there was, uh, I, I no, think they're linking was... to his new film, yeah. Because I think very much so that um, Black Adam is he, they appear in a comic book a lot and they are connected by powers, but we'll see. I'm so lightning bolt in their chest. Well, they get the power from the same place, the wizard Shazam. But I think Black Adam's powers are slightly different, he's, he's a Egyptian gods, but um, we'll see as it plays out during the film. But it'll be interesting to watch. I don't know. It looked. Did you watch the trailer? Yeah, I watched it. What did you looking for? Excited yet? I try not to get excited with this sort of stuff anymore because if you're allowed to, let your nerves run free. It's it's always a big disappointment. Now. It's all overhyped CGI. They just need to go back to thirty-five mil film and then make it proper. Listen to him, studios. I no, I don't disagree with you there. I think. Yeah, I mean, everything's digital. digital, and then you see mistakes. Where everything's so digital, you you can see the mistakes. Which almost spoiled, which almost spoiled the latest episode of Obi Wan for me. But we'll it completely spoiled um, the latest episode of Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> there's a really cool film that takes a, a, a leaf out of um, Spider into the Spider Verse Spider Man that we've had, and it's called um, Intergalactic. Now it's Intergalactic. I think, if my memory serves me right. Is based on a album coming out by Kid Cudi. Um, I'm not, but I, I, honestly, I, I'm not going to lie and go. I know who Kid Cudi is. Don't know, but apparently this this uh, animated, um, animated series coming out based on this album. I've seen the trailer for it. It reminds me of Spider Man into Spider Verse, but it looks and sounds amazing. Like it looks really, really good. 
I don't know how much money Netflix fruit is, but it, it could be the mo- one of the most expensive animated adverts I've certainly ever seen. And it's worth checking out. It's already had 129,000 um, views on on um, YouTube as of yesterday. So, um, and that was part of their geeks, but I'd, I'd say check it out. It looks absolutely amazing. Um, but that, that trailer dropped yesterday as well. The Grey Man, starring Gosling and uh, Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans has dropped. It looks oh, like a spy God. versus spy thing, but it's got Chris Evans with the worst tash ever, and he plays to that tash. But I, I, know, think... I, like, I, I like Chris Evans, but I think Ryan Gosling is the most boringest, drippest actor there is. He is so dry. Well, you—he's not going to get any. I will dry not be watching this. this. Trust me. I will. It looks like a fantastic, fun action film, to be quite honest. And I, I, I don't. The few good action guy's films are few. The guy's just seen. boring as hell. Um, Dave does not like Ryan Gosling. He's like kryptonite to him, um, and that's fair enough. But um, he's, he's, yeah, he's but, below everyone else. I hope he's the lowest. <laughs> he's like kryptonite to Dave, but I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to. It. He's I only like done Ryan one Gosling. decent film, and that was Driver. Oh, I liked him in Spider Man. Um, when he when he went off to get Ryan Gosling was in Spider Man. It was him, was it? No. What was Ryan Gosling in then? Into the Pines or wherever it is. He does all these weird B movies. Is that romantic movies? Is that why you hate him? They're just boring. It's a boring. Why, why are you hate him for? There's no hate days. Boring actor. You mean you find his films boring? I find him boring. Why, why is there so much? Blade Runner didn't like that. That was terrible. And you know oh, that was a La La Land. Oh, who'd want to watch that musical? Oh, you, you're a musical boy. <laughs> um, the Nice Guys. Was he in The Nice Guys? I think he was also in that bloody rubbish film with Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, fair enough. Well, that's out soon. That's another Netflix one. They don't like it already, but I'm, I'm not going yeah, to watch enough. it. You, um, another film coming out is Day Shift, which is going to be... Um, what? Is that I, the one I with watch... the ambulance drivers? No, No, Day Shift is going to be the uh, vampire hunting um, Jamie Foxx. Um, I think the director... Yeah, the guys that did um, John Wick are now doing a Jamie Foxx vampire hunter film called Day Shift. And um, Jamie Foxx is pretty... I don't know what sort of deal is going Jamie Foxx is going to be Blade, is that what they're saying? He's going to be... That's why it's called Day Shift. But he's he's very non-Blade. Like, he walks around with a Hawaiian T-shirt on. um, And a shotgun. No, I'd go as far as saying he's more like... um, a comment no, there's, there's no daywalker about him, like that's too big a gun for a daywalker. There's no blades, he looks very methodical about the job. You can't kill vampires during the day, that's the whole point of vampires, they come out at night. No, it, no, you see, that that's not true, right? If you read the original Dracula, it's not that they can't come out to the day. And please don't, not, not like what was that awful film, um, Twilight. It's not that they can't come out. Oh, they the glow. Day. Is that what happens? They glow in the sun. No, they glow. They just they're weaker <laughs> during the day, so they've got less power. But they can come out in daylight. That the whole thing about them burning up in sunlight. They they'll burn up in direct sunlight, but they cannot come out during the day. 
It's got to cover up. But it's not just Jamie Foxx in it. Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Oh, God, this is going to be terrible, isn't it? <laughs> I don't care. Any film with Snoop Doggy Dog will get my love, even if it's rubbish. Because Snoop, it's like he's a version of Samuel. How many takes did it actually take for them to do anything? Oh, I've seen Doggy. some shots so in the background, stoned. and he looks really cool. He's, he's, he's actually, he looks taller than Jamie. And he's, 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 well, he is. he's, he's like a cowboy six or seven. No, trust me, Dave, watch the trailer. I'm not. I don't think I'm shitting you right now, but it just looks like a really cool actor. Did Snoop Dogg do a, a vampire film years ago? If I remember right. Um, he, may he, he was like a vampire it. pimp. Maybe. But in this one, it looks really, really good. It looks like they've got the money and the time behind this. Um, but yeah, I'd say that, that's that's on my list of things worth watching. And then a uh, quick one you've got. I'll leave that one out. Troll. Uh, watch it. It's a very short trailer. Check it out. It looks like it, it reminded me of a film called Troll Hunters. And it looks like that. It looks like it's set in Iceland. Um, but I don't want to go into that too much because the trailer's really shape, uh, uh, short. But um, that dropped during Geek. The biggest announcement and the last of the Geek's announcements that I'll talk about today is The Sandman. Which, again, I've read the comic book. Superb. I don't know if everybody's going to like it. But it's a superb story. Um, it's by Neil Gaiman, who done American Gods um, and the up-and-coming film of Nancy Boys. Check out the trailer. It looks really good. It's been, it was written 30 years ago. It's always been popular as a, a graphic novel. Check it out. It looks really, really good. And I'm, I'm not going to say whether Dave's going to like it. I don't know. Only Dave can tell us this. But I will say that it's on my list of things that it cannot it fail. Has, has he had like two failures already? Who, Neil Gaiman? Yeah. No, I don't think he's done that. Didn't he do the else. Jupiter thing? No, that was, um, what's his name? The guy did Kick-Ass. That was his shit. Neil Gaiman would never... <laughs> I'd love that. That'd be absolutely amazing if that was Neil Gaiman. But no, I think the closest... Neil Gaiman's a lot more... Um, He's a lot more like Tim Burton in terms of his writing, you know, a lot less. I love writer. Tim Burton. I think Tim Burton's one. Yeah, best. then you'll Sorry, if you like Tim is. Burton, uh, if you like Tim Burton, you'll probably like Sandman very easily because it's got that sort of ethereal, ghostly, if you were spookiness to it. Um, but check that out. That was announced that they dropped a trailer for it this week. It looks amazing. The cast is amazing. The production values. And I think it's one of, I, I think Netflix really put the money behind this. But unlike a lot of their productions, it wasn't just, we're going to give the stars a lot of money. It was like, they put the money into the production and it looks like it. So um, that's looking really good. Have they put it into the script? Um, the, the script, the story alone, uh, as alone, is already perfect. Yeah, but the story um, might be good, but is the script good? Yeah, I reckon it will that's be, because the, they just that, have to that, adapt that's it. That's what you got to think of, you know. They just have to adapt it from the comic book, and I know Neil Gaiman's closely involved, and wait until you meet the Corinthian. That character just totally blew me out of the water and scared the shit out of me for, for a couple of hours. So um, you'll, I think you'll be taking it. If you liked American Gods, you'll like this. Oh, God. Um, easily. Right, American so... Gods is a weird one. That, that was Neil Gaiman. And um, right, first season was good, second season was terrible. I know because they it, it got a bit too convoluted in the second season. Oh, I, I, I stopped watching off the first episode, right? So, moving on to the reviews from the screen to the couch, ladies and gentlemen, this is the latest edition of the Boys Who Boss Reviews from the screen to the couch. Welcome, right? So, 
Um, what's from the screen to the first? couch, or is it yes. from the couch to the screen? No, from the couch, from the screen to the couch. But we've no, because we've done the, the watched it from the couch. Well, yeah, you could theoretically go to the screen again, but not if you're listening to the audio. Okay. What do you want to do first? No, you, it's your choice, Dave. You <laughs> what disappointment do you want to do first? <laughs> you've got a choice of Stranger Things, Top Gun, The Boys, Obi Wan, Ms. Marvel, Orville, or Interceptor. Which one? Well, I haven't watched do? Orville and I haven't watched Interceptor. Well, uh, don't tell me what you haven't done. Tell me what you have done. Which one do you want to I've do? I've done all the others. Yeah, just give us one, Dave. Okay, let's do Stranger Things first. Okay, so first up is the what season? This is Stranger Four. Things. The fourth season of Stranger Things. There's another season. Four to come. part one. It's already proved to be a massive hit on Netflix. Well, it always has been a massive hit. Its reviews have put it up uh, like it's got quite um, 8.7 of IMDb, uh, 9 out of 10 on, I think, Metacritic. It's for me, I, I will come to me in a second. Dave, what do you think? How have you enjoyed the latest season of um, Strange Things? I've only watched. Three and a half episodes. Mm. So I've yeah. watched half the season. Yeah. Um, it's more gory. I like that. I really yeah. like the goriness of it all. And the more, it reminds me of um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, that, that's what I was about to say. It's, it's more like Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Yeah. That sort of style. And um, yeah, I, I don't mind it. It's a bit, they're rather long episodes. Yeah. They're over an hour. Every episode's over an hour. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's been yeah. alright actually. It's, like the kids, the kids seem too old for their parts now. <laughs> forward a bit because they're all like in their twenties now, and they're still playing like fifteen-year-olds. It's mm. it's a bit crazy. Yeah, but no, I'm actually enjoying this. Hopper's in Russia or somewhere like that. It's a bit weird why they're doing all that sort of business. That mm. should, should not be in the story at all. I don't think. They got picked up by the Russians. He just died. <laughs> well, it, that was it. That was the, the, you know the place to kill him uh, off, wasn't it? You know, I, I agree. I think the whole storyline with Hopper and then going to Russia, like you'll see in the show, but there's this whole arc. It, it's like watching bloody Black Widow. Yeah, the, the whole arc you know? works separately from um, a different from, story from the Stranger Things main story. And the only reason I don't like it is it, it so it becomes so convoluted. Like, the main story of Strange Things is quite simple. Bad guy comes along. Bad guy's trying to hurt people in town. Kids have to figure a way to stop it with obstacles, right? That's what every season of Strange Things is sort of overall. And that's not to miss, to miss how good the stories have been. But then this Russia arc, just it becomes more convoluted because their mission is to get Hopper back. And the more the story goes on, the more I'm like... My bubbles on fast forward every time it came up. Well, yeah, it, yeah. it goes really slow, and it's like, yeah, come on, I want to get back to the main story. I want them to figure everything out, and it's like, it slows but then the story one, down. They're in California, and then the one they're in a different place. It's like, it's all it over the show. It slows the story down, and it sort of creates. I don't know how you felt, Dave, but it's sort of, it's sort of that storyline just done although it would be important in any other film it didn't feel that important in this I like the story in the hometown because that's where it all started yeah. and it's still carrying on mm. but then you've got them in California she's lost her powers and it's like 
They're all chilling. Whole, and it's like... There was a touch of the carry about it as well, but they didn't do it in this. So it's going to be interesting whether they come back to it. Um, Millie Bobby Brown's back up. Maybe if I watch um, the rest of it, it might it might add up a bit more. I don't know. I liked it. I agree with everything you've said so far. Um, I, I, everything you've said, I agree with. And I've watched the whole thing. So, mm. you know, I, 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 I can't see anywhere where you've put your foot wrong there. I think this definitely will be the last one. I think they've run out of ideas. I think that's what No, I think there's another, there's another part to come. There's another part to come, but I think that's it after that. I know I hear rumour of spin-offs being happening, but I, again, I don't want them to spoil it for... See, that's another thing. It's just um, a money-making exercise, isn't it? It is, but very good. Look, the one thing I will give them credit for is over the past four seasons, considering we haven't had a season for, what, three, four years now, um, they've done a really good job of keeping this going. And everybody, everybody seems to have a lot of love for it still. And I think they haven't made the mistakes that Game of Friends made. They haven't made the mistakes that a lot of other series have made. They just kept it going because they know what it is. But this season, I think they've made their first big mistake with the way they've done the David Harbour storyline, Hopper and Joyce Byers. This, for me, it's been the first big mistake because the story becomes really convoluted and really a bit... And I know the story with demons and stuff, saying the word silly doesn't make much sense. But it really you know what's going to happen. They're all going like, to go back to where they, they were before. And it's like... Yeah, and it's just a bit silly. And it also takes the danger out of the story if, if with Hopper. Because that ending for Hopper would have been quite cool if he just hmm. died there. But yeah. now it's sort of... Remember, Bias isn't in a relationship with Hopper. Right, she's like she's she's acting like a woman that loves hopper. You can only do this stuff if you really love someone, right? Otherwise, you go to the FBI. Yeah. And you it pay just four, feels forty like, grand just off the bat when you've got no money. Where did she get the money from? You know. I think it would have been a lot more useful to have her in this, but that's just my point of view. Um, it reminds me actually of the seventies sci-fi sh- uh, films a lot. A lot more than the 80s, if, if I'm, I'm quite honest. But overall, the casting is, again, superb, except for Will Bias' haircut. I don't know who done that haircut to that boy, but they deserve to be shot. I don't care if it's the 80s or not, but that bowl haircut, Will, that's wrong. That's evil, right? There's Does anyone no actually excuse. have that haircut in the 80s? I never had that haircut. There's no excuse. The only person that had the haircut was like Pee Wee Herbert. Um, or someone was that was it. so poor that their mum cut the bowl around their head. Yeah. Um, I'm loving Millie Bobby Brown. Finn Wolfhard, who's playing a boyfriend, Mike Wheeler. Superb again. But my favourite one, surprisingly, is um, Gatton Matarazzo, who plays Dustin. Dustin's he's always grown, been my favourite. Yeah, but he's grown so much as an actor. Yeah, he's grown so much as a character. And they don't do the... He reminds me of a goonie. That's what he reminds yeah, me of. They easily could have just done fat kid jokes with him for his entire career, but they don't. They actually allowed him to grow as a character and as an actor. And I really, really appreciate the writers doing that. And he, for me, is one of the highlights of the show. Because in this he's, he, in this season so far, he's so sassy. And I love that about him so much. I like the new pizza dude. He's one of my favourites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, um, the stoner he, Indian guy. <laughs> Lucas um, is pretty good. I'll get to him in a second, but Lucas is pretty good. Um, the stoner guy, if I can get his name, I can't get his name. Uh, let me get all the cast up. But um, 
No, I'm with you too. He's fantastic, and so's the um, the Hellfire Club guy. Oh um, yeah, he, he reminds me of um, a very young uh, the guy that plays Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. I don't the know what he his name is. But the way he acts, he reminds me of a very young Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. No, that, do you know what? You're not far off there. And, uh, and he looks like him as well. I, I think it works. I can't get the, the guy's name up. He's really good. I've enjoyed his presence on this a lot as well. So overall, um, and also Mayor Hawk, Robin, who's in it all the time as well. Um, I think the other one is, is who has a big storyline in this is um, Sadie Singh, who's Max whose brother died in the last season. She gets a really, really good uh, plot in this. And obviously she gets a moment, which you haven't gotten to, Kate Bush's song, which is riding up the charts in the States, apparently giving her first top That's number one over here, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that that makes quite a... That in itself is its own character in this. So um, have you come up to that yet, Dave? Are you up to that yet? Well, with Max... When she's been, uh, yeah, because she's been hypnotized, isn't she? Yeah, because she's weak in the head. She's one of the weak ones. I mean, she's got a secret to tell. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, uh, Matthew Modine obviously is in it as well as Martin Brennan. He makes an appearance, and we learn more about Eleven. All that stuff of Eleven, unlike the stuff in Russia, superb. Um, and I'm really, again, really enjoying that. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like. It's like three stories in one. It's like you need to really stick to maybe one or um, two. And let's try not forget before because she's not in the list on C, on the on the first drop up list in um who's that his sister? IBMD. But Lucas's sister, superb again. Like she's, she's just she's, she's absolutely brilliant in this. And I don't know what school she went. I think because she's so girl, rude. She's got a future. Yeah, but she's not like she's like little girl rude. You know, like it's sometimes in in, in films. Like I'll know. She, she reminds, she reminds me of like, black like, girls like, like, like the big mama. Don't talk down at me. <laughs> you know yeah. that sort of stuff. You know I mean? But they they gave her a sort of innocent sassiness, and it worked really well in this. And it's not like oh she's black, so she's got to be rude. It's like she's her his little sister, and she's also smart with what she knows. No, she's, she's, was, she's like she's like the the rude mum. Yeah, she works. When you go really to your friends' well. houses and they got their mums like, "Don't back chat me, motherfucker." <laughs> well, like I said, there, there was there's moments with the parents in this as well. The parents get more of a role in this than they've ever had before, especially by the end of the season run. And it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in the next season. But for sure, I think out of all the things I've watched over the past couple of weeks, it's probably number one in my list of shows over the past couple of weeks, and I love it. And I'll give it. Straight up, I think. Uh, ten out of ten. I'm going ten. Full price. Okay, full price. Uh, I'll, I'll wait till I finish the season. Fair enough. Season uh, two right. comes out. The, the other part of the season comes out in July. So the next one I'm going to choose then. In that case is Obi Wan. I think this is where we're going to fall out as friends. No, not all. Uh, I'm all right with Obi-Wan. I'm enjoying Obi-Wan. I think it's got a lot of faults in it. Um, I think it's got a lot of problems. 
but most of those aren't due to Obi-Wan and the show itself as 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 a, a piece of entertainment. It's mostly due to the CGI. Um, oh, the CGI is absolutely terrible. This is another one that should be go the back CG, to the original be filmed on film. The CGI at moments has been bad to the point. Did you see the speeder in the latest episode? The snow speeder, yeah. Was, that flew into the in, in, into the temple. Yeah, yeah, was, oh my god! Gonna, I was, I was How did they all that. fit in that little thing? Um, it was like a cardboard well, box no, no, that no. came down. No, no, that, the fitting into it, well, for me, wasn't a problem. Well, it was. A, was. It's a two seat, two seater thing, the snow speeder. No, but then it had. It, they could and then they they fit. Well. They could fit four. Um, my, my issue with it was it came down like a little square paper box. It didn't look right. It just it, it wasn't. It, it looked wasn't terrible. Right. Yeah, it didn't look right. It looked out of place. It was and like they put a, an old style model and spent yeah, no, no, and then but, put the CGI in. How do I put it? What it should have been is like that moment in a computer game where you've got the boss character in front of you. Reva stood there, it's shooting at her, and she's batting shots back at it. That should have looked awesome. That should have looked amazing. I, and I think, that, I think the, the budget is terrible. Um, and it shouldn't be because, uh, but I, what people forget again, even the lightsaber that, fights, the lightsabers, uh, uh, they're like light rods. They're just yeah, but, terrible. But this is the thing: people forget this isn't the Marvel. Like they don't have the Marvel production values. No, but Keith when you Kevin, saw Ahsoka's lightsabers in the Mandalorian, yeah, they but it's good. It was easy. You look to at do this; it. they look like plastic sticks with lights in. Yeah, but it was easy to do that in, in Mandalorian because Mandalorian had a, a proper TV show budget. Mandalorian isn't made like Mate, a movie. you've got the you've got the big movie actors in this one. Pay the budget. Exactly. And this I, is I, the one that everyone's been looking for, and it's been terrible. But hold hold on, hold on, hold on. It hasn't been terrible. I'm not hating on it. It's been I've, terrible. I've enjoyed, no, I've, I've been enjoying it. I'm it's more about... CGI. Oh, come on, Curtis. The Inquisitor died in Rebels, and this is meant to be all canon, and then he's still alive in this, and they get stabbed like a pussy. Well, no, he got stabbed by somebody who stood in front of him. Mate, he, he was already stabbed. dead in Rebels. He got blown up with Kanan. No, this is set before Rebels. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. It is. The timeline's set 10 years before Rebels. Remember, Obi, Obi, by the no, time they turn not. up... Oh, Dave... <laughs> <laughs> this is an argument you're gonna win, bro. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not lying. To, I'm not trying to wait, Dave. Look at me. I'm not so trying to wait. Dead, then. No, he's, 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 not, he's dead. not dead. He's not dead. And oh, why is his on, head Dave. so big? That's probably why he's pre he's pre stabbing. <laughs> but no, he's not dead. I swear to you, and it's still canon. He's he's and not he hasn't dead. He's got sharp teeth. No, again, he's like tall and skinny, happen. and then suddenly he's like little. Stubby fat man. No, he's still oh, stuck. He's still very tall. He was taller, taller than Reaver. Um, he he'll be back. He's just uh, trust me. I, on this I'm not. One. I'm, I'm not like him. Uh, Vader's Biden this time. That's fair enough. Enough. Look, I I keep saying this to people. Yeah, I like Star Wars. Right. I and don't why is like Sunny turned to a big fucking pussy? Who? Obi Wan. Because the connection to the Force isn't stable. Oh. Got no he's connection with anything stronger. at the moment, has he? Well, he's getting there. Look. He was he, he. All he did was like Darth Vader went to the dark side, and then suddenly he was. I'll look after the boy. The boy's not even in the show. It's all about her. Yeah, but that's the whole point of it. It's all about her. It's why she names her child Ben. Why is nobody? Why am I the only one to pick up on this? 
Um, she named her, what's Kylo's name? Ben. That's why she named the kid Ben, because Ben's the one who saved her life when she was a kid. I, I'm not saying, and, and, and Dave, Dave, hold on, let me just say this. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that even with all those faults, I'm still enjoying it. I was really, this is the one I was looking and, forward to the most. And really? this has been the biggest disappointment out of everything. Well, uh, for me, it's not a disappointment. I, I do get where you're coming from, but I would say this. Um, I'm waiting until the last episode of this because, again, the, the the big fault with these Star Wars shows, which is different from the Marvel shows, is I think the, these really are being made like long films. And a long Star Wars film has the excitement at the start, then it drops, and then you've got this sort of middle bit, and then it gets up again. And I think I'm reading it differently from other people. The one thing I don't, I'm, I'm not concerned with um, canon or lore because I, I honestly, I don't like my sci-fi being treated like a religion. I've, I've spent too much time in church. You know Star Wars is a religion, right? I don't care. I'm not treating Star Wars like a religion. It's about space wizards and, and fights. And so far I've enjoyed, especially the fight scenes in this, I've enjoyed them greatly, especially when he met Vader. When he meets Vader and he's just like, I don't want to have that. See you tomorrow, Vader. <laughs> I love yeah, that exactly. moment. He, he, he ran off. Like yeah, no, that 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 made sense to me. Again, his his connection to the Force is gone. It's not as strong as it was. And the sense of Vader. The one thing that episode did was give a sense of how overwhelmingly hot, evil Vader was. It just proves Disney's just ruined. I disagree. I, I disagree. I think the problem with Star Wars canon is it doesn't make any sense. It's like Terminator, right? And I keep saying this to my friend. He keeps saying, oh, it's got so many plot holes. What, like Star Wars doesn't have plot holes? Yeah, let's not it's fire so... on that. Let's not fire at that ship that's leaving us now. Vader, you know, because, you know, we've got to save ammunition. Really? Oh, Vader returns to the planet where he was born and doesn't bother even get a sitting foot on it. Really, Vader doesn't even question. He knows he's got family that know Dan and knows his And why has he got no connection to her? Who? Leia. Because uh, apparently her, her powers have not manifested. And this, oh. this is another thing. This, no, but remember, he doesn't have a connection to Luke until Empire Strikes Back. He, in fact, he doesn't have a connection, any sort of connection to Luke until. But the he very can feel everyone else. He can feel everyone else's. No, he can nearby. feel Obi Wan. No, he can, feel, he can sense Obi-Wan. But he doesn't have connection to Luke or Leia. He can sense all the good and bad and the dark side and all that sort of stuff. He's got connection with no, but you, if he you, can't no, feel no, no. his own children. No, because he's got no connection to them. He has no... He Remember, they're not his children. They're Anakin's yeah, but all, the, all these Jedis can feel the potential no, of these kids. No, no, no. That's why they test them. They, they don't know their yeah, potential until they, they test. Yeah, but they feel the potential before. Well, no, because everybody's got a connection to the Force. They always go, oh, the Force is strong with this one. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you. I'm not doing it. Um, we'll do a big Star Wars debate another time. I'm not hating on... I, I get what people aren't enjoying it. What I don't like is the fact that, at the end of the day, it's Star Wars. It's it's not... I'm not saying it can't be highbrow entertainment. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking it's because we're on episode Star four Wars. now, out of six. And it's, just, Dave, I'm not and it's nearly finished, and it's like... What's yeah, but, but Dave, I'm not questioning your right not to enjoy something. I, I, I think everybody's got a right not to or otherwise. I've approached it differently in that I wasn't expecting much. You're talking to the guy here, right, who went to see the last trilogy, right, and now understands how good um, the, la the Last Jedi was, right? The Last Jedi is such a good film. 
compared to the other two movies, because at least the last Jedi tried to do something good, tried to do something different, right? If you've got to remember, now, the person who's first... directing Obi-Wan Kenobi is the person from the first two films. No, no, that was J.J. Abrahams. Yeah, but she wrote them. No, she didn't. It was um, Abrahams wrote the script for the first one. The second one was... I can't remember who wrote the second one. Uh, it may be. I don't, I, look, I don't see anything wrong with the story. I, I really don't. That moment when Obi-Wan walks into the bottom of that temple... And I'm just glad the... there's no Jar Jar Binks. That's all I know. Oh, Dave. Leave Jar Jar alone. You this is what this reminds me of. It reminds me of the first trilogy. And it's like... No, I, I'm not having that. I don't, didn't you sense, feel anything when he walked into that temple of ground and he saw all these fellow Jedis in, in whatever those, those vats? Yeah, but one of the guys was with a badass Jedi that was in Buddy... Um, not the Bad Batch, the Clone Wars. Yeah. Didn't you when feel anything? The Soka didn't lost they? the lightsaber and stuff. I was like, yeah, oh, that's that they, dude. Didn't they grab you? The yeah. badass one. And I was like, why have they kept him? Because he's a badass? Well, they're not keeping them. They're just, that was They're keeping them there for a reason. No, no, I don't, but it's not out of respect. That's just, no, yeah, they're, trying, they're, 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 they're doing stuff to them. Probably just taking like DNA or whatever from them. But uh, I, I, like I said, everybody, <clears throat> I don't want to be quoted the wrong way here yeah? because I'm not there's saying. There's been some good things and there's been some terrible things. No, Dave, let's stick At to the our moment, guns. This has only got a four star rating for me. Okay, but let's stick to our guns. I get why people don't like it and I've got no problem with people not liking it. All I don't like is the way that there's certain people who are. Like, I think Reva, the one who plays Reva, has been superb. I don't get how people expect angry Sith Jedi people to behave here. No, but, but she's I, acting... I, I think I think there's more the fact that it's called Obi-Wan and it's all about Reva. Well, no, it's not. She's she's and she's she was not even in she's not even in most of this stuff. It's, she, it's normally she, the temptress. Not is it the temptress? The other she's she's dead by then. Oh so she's dead but everyone else ain't is that what you're saying? Well no she's she's dead they did look right she I get this sound don't make me show my nerd colours like this, bruv. <laughs> she she gets she dies. She's in Rebels. She's in Rebels. Who, who so how how's she dead? Who are you talking about? The temp is her name the Tempress? The Temptress? She's Which with one, the, the Grand Inquisitor. The seventh sister. You've got the Inquisitors are the ones that go around calling themselves second brother, first sister, fourth sister. Yeah, but she was one of the Inquisitors. Reavers the Temptress was in Rebels. No, no, I don't. Which one are you talking about? She used to go around with the Japanese guy. No, that was her uh, fourth sister. She got killed in Rebels. So where's when she? When they fight, she was a badass. They, yeah, but she got killed when she's fighting um, Darth Ezra. Maul. No, Darth, Darth Maul waxer. her. Yeah, she gets the scene where she they kill her off screen, but her body falls one way and her saber falls the other. Yeah, I think half, when she half good. No, no, half of them. If, it's, if we're talking about the right character, because I don't know if we are, but half of them die in Rebels when they fight in Darth Maul. So at least four of the brothers and sisters die there. Some of them die. Two of them die in Fallen Order. Um, one of them at the end of Fallen Order. And Reva's the lot. Like she's the one that they all hate because she was a youngling. I don't. Know. Um, I do. She's I got, think she's, she's got too much airtime. She's got more airtime than Ewan McGregor. No, she doesn't. 
She's already she ten minutes. She's been brilliant. I reckon you made well, work out of minutes. She's got I've really, really enjoyed her presence. I think she's done a really, really good job. And I'm hoping that she gets some sort of redemption by the end of this. I, I was just hoping Darth Vader was going to break her neck. Not yet. That's going to... There's something... They, the, Vader's going to end up killing her, but not in a way you think. I think it'll be when um, when um, the Inquisitor returns. No. So when the Inquisitor returns, she turns... Yeah, she'll, she'll come to the light side. She will, because she'll forgive. She's angry at Obi-Wan for leaving her behind. And I think once she forgives Obi-Wan, that's when she'll... she'll Sure, that'll be the end of it. Well, it's two episodes. There's not much left. That's two hours. It's more than enough time. I've seen. Well, I've seen other stories tell stories in less time. That's at least two hours of entertainment. Oh, I'm personally going to give Obi Wan like a, a, a seven out of ten because I'm still enjoying it. I think it's still good. I think it does have problems. It's watchable because it's Star Wars. To me. No, it's, I, I think it's watchable because the story is all right. Like the fact they had a heist in the last episode. Let's go rescue Leia, and a little girl playing Leia has been superb. I think it works. I don't think they've the just got someone that looks like her and just acts like her. I, I don't think the story is about Obi Wan in the sense that people. It's nothing to do with Obi Wan. It's all about oh, Princess Leia. Let me finish my sentence. No, I don't think yet. the story. <laughs> I don't think the story is about Obi Wan, but it's about what Obi Wan's done. Because Obi-Wan's got a lot to answer for in terms of how he, what happened. So he done this one mission and then went back to the desert and become a... No, husband. I think there's, there'll be a season two. I'll put money on it. Um, because this, although there are a group of fans who are um, throwing abuse at the cast, I think they've done a really good job. And I think the last two hours, they may stick to the landing and surprise everybody. And I hope they don't have any more scenes like they had in this one. I, I, would, I thought this was going to be the one. I thought this would be better than Mandalorian. Well, I think Andor might see you more than because I, I think the problem here is I like the lighter side stories, the stories that tell a more that are more like the old Star Wars I remember. And then some people like the dark stuff, and I think Andor's going to go down that route um, very much so in terms of like. Well, the as whole... soon as you bring the Inquisitors, it should be more darker. No, but I think that takes the fun away. I, I, the one thing I'm always determined to have, and I know annoys a lot of people is Star Wars should always be fun okay if it gets too serious it's Dune it might as well be Dune it might as well be all those other franchises don't go that bad mate was no but that's what I mean it might as well be all those other things and the one thing I believe Star Wars should always be is fun and I think people but I don't want to criticize people because I think people are entitled to have their views on this but the one thing I'm determined is it should always be fun and it shouldn't become a religion. I, I just think it's, you know, just gone, I, I, it's gone too uh, Disney. Everything's gone uh, too Disney. The first season uh, of Mandalorian was brilliant. The second season was good. Ja- uh, Bubba Fett was terrible. And now this is following suit. Again, I, four, I, ep- four episodes yeah, of Bubba I, Fett I, I think, was good. Half I think, it was good. Well, look, I, I don't know. I, I'm of the opinion that the problem with Boba Fett is that the Mandalorian was actually meant to be Boba Fett. And they, for some reason, they, they, they pulled away from doing that. And really, that just should have been it. Because it doesn't make any... They've now got two shows with two helmeted dudes on it. And now it doesn't yeah, make any sense. But then they're going to have another one soon as well. Are they? Well, yeah, because once Soka comes out, you can have Sabine. She wears a helmet. Yeah, but not all the time. She usually has it off. Um, yeah, but so not... late now. No, not anymore. Mando has got that off, off in there. Mando has to keep his on. Um, yes, otherwise, he's going to get in even more trouble. I think that what you're going to see here is 
I would look. I've enjoyed everyone. I've got no problems with it. And that's why I'm giving it a seven out of ten. The CGI's been bad, especially this episode, and it played into the idea that really they're not putting that much. But the trouble into. is, when it came to I the windows and stuff, the CGI was good. Well, yeah, because I think they paid a lot more. To, they had, they and when spent, the when the fighters were fighting in the sky, it was good. It was the CGI, the CGI was like all that. the CGI was all right with the scene where he's got the um using the force. But it, it failed at one distinct moment. And that's when he was running away from the water. And it was like, hold on a second. My man got through the doors. He wasn't even wet. Why, why would he not just use the force to hold the water? I don't, again, I think he's still getting used to his powers being back again. But I love the moment when he twirled his little lightsaber. That bit where he takes out the stormtroopers in the dark, I thought was absolutely brilliant. Um, and I really, really like that. But all, uh, the bit I like the most is when he's in the temple and he sees all his fellow Jedi's um, encased in that. No, that was good. That was good. But, but I do been, agree. That's where they should have put Samuel Jackson. Then he could say he's dead for once. <laughs> no, I still think they plan to bring Samuel back. Um, but yeah, I, I look, Dave. I don't want to. I'm not dismissing what you said because I think a lot of what you said has value, juice. I've just spent so much of my time this week having to deal with angry people putting out so much horrible abuse about it. I'm like, it's oh, stop. I don't know it's, I don't know it's, abuse it's, about no, no. I'm not saying it's... no, 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 Dave, Dave. I'm not saying you did. I'm saying this. It's Star Wars. I, I don't understand what people expect from Star Wars. And, and this is the thing. Yeah, I, I, and that's a question I, I really want answered. But I'm also that I don't care about canon. I'm I'm tired of this obsession with fucking canon. Yeah, right? but if it's all about canon, then don't. Yeah, make but these if, if it's canon, you you can't make anything because Star Wars was made in the seventies and the, like when they had the big. Well, that's it. You delete that and go with the New Republic and stuff like that. And I'm I'm just like, look, if if they're gonna if they're gonna make canon the overall rider, and it doesn't take into account that things change over time, special effects get better, technology gets better. And if you know, it's and, also the first time ever where it's gone ten years later. Yeah, and like, can we please? You don't like, have timelines in Star Wars ever. Yeah, but what annoys me about that is the way people keep going. Well, why, why, why does Obi Wan look so much older in A New Hope? Because a different actor. Stop it! I don't care. Nobody cares. Why? Why does anybody care? It's a different actor. It was no, made it in the seventies. No. Stop it! But this is what they're doing, and it's like, oh, Reva annoys me. She's meant to annoy you. She's a bad guy. She's not. Meant, you're not meant to look at her and go, all oh, right, she's really cool. Oh, I love her. Do you know what I mean? It's like those guys who named their kids Anakin. Why did you name? He killed out. Why? 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 But that's just me, Dave. It just me up. I can't take these people anymore. I don't think I'm a fan or a nerd anymore. I've got my ba- I've got to get my badge taken away from me. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I think we're too old for this shit. Um, we'll see. I still enjoy it, but I'm just I can't get into these silly debates about canon because Star Trek's Star Trek fans are the worst for that. And it's like, well, it doesn't look like the original series. They made the original set with some cardboard and they're all paper dead. and mache. They made the monsters with paper and mache. The sets made with wood and a bit of, maybe a bit of plastic. Why? What, how, how, what? You want the series to look like that forever? Because they've already started moaning about the new show. Because the new show's gone back to the original series format. So each episode's its own story and it doesn't carry on. Nothing carries on, it's just its own story. I'm just like, well, no, that's what the original series was, which only lasts. Well, it should seasons be. You should always, like always have, always have a, a different 
story. Yeah, but then nothing carries on. So there's no coordinated well, effects. You, you, you do, you do, but a couple. That no, no, but, the, the, but that's the whole thing. They don't. That's what the original series was like. The characters didn't like nothing changed. They, they stayed the same. And and that's been like they've, they've already started moaning about that. And I'm just like, it's what you wanted, wasn't it? It's what you wanted. And I just hope Star Wars doesn't kind of just reboot the whole thing. Nobody cares. Like literally, if if they're being that fanatical, just go look. Here's your Star Wars, and we're going to create a new version over here. Because it's I, just going to. They get... just need to get away from all the Skywalker stuff. I you can't. Make, you can never. No, it was just a desperate attempt to cut it off and go, look, we won't touch it anymore because we need to move on. I know you all love Mara Jade. Mara Jade, yeah, Luke, yeah, right. All I need to do is go to the High Republic and stuff like that. Do you know any any kids of people whose parents were were serial killers? Do I know any people that were serial killers? No, whose parents were serial killers? No. Or murderers or anything like that? Well, I know people that are in the army. They're probably killers. Yeah, but you don't know any like killer killers, like mass murderers and stuff like that. <laughs> no, because uh, people. Right. Are... <laughs> okay. Now, if you read Star Wars, right? If you read the, if you read the extended universe of Star Wars, after Return of the Jedi, Luke carries on, sets up his own school, has a few problems, but sets up his own school, right, and becomes a very respected um, Jedi Master. Leia settles down with Han Solo and becomes, at one point, leader of the New Republic, right, and settle down and have a happy life. Now, that's fine, okay, but can you imagine any environment where people found out that Luke's dad and Leia's dad was a mass murderer who destroyed a planet, and they'd be like, cool with that shit. That's okay. You just carry on. No. And that's the whole problem with all the stuff that the fans love. The whole extent. Luke settles down, has a, gets married, has a kid with a character called Mary, Mary Jade, who also happens to be a redhead. Right? Which other character in the whole of, of, of a comic book and has a redheaded girlfriend? Isn't the, the, the Mandalorian woman redhead? Is she? Yeah. I don't know, but the one, no, the one um, with the dark saber. Spider Man, Mary Jane, Mara Jade, Mary Jane. They've literally created the same character across two universes, and the fans are angry at Disney because they didn't bring that whole extended universe. And you think Obi Wan's bad? You know what brings the Jedi's down again in the extended universe? Sorry, I'm saying yes. What brings them down, down again? Serial yeah. killers. Nope, bad, bad press. I, you know, these extent, like, at one point, this, it, it, uh, anyway, I don't know why I'm getting so angry, but anyway. Woo! We'll have a Star Wars debate another time. I can't be handling it, but eight out of, right, you didn't like it, Dave, so four out of ten for you, right? Yeah. Okay, so the new season of the Diabolical Boys has dropped. Yeah, it's going to be a long episode, right? Yeah. It's cool, we've got, we got time. we got time. Um, it already is. Um, the boys dropped this week. Um, the new episode dropped today. I've only watched 15 minutes in the episode because it didn't drop until about one it o'clock. It dropped until before we started, yeah. Uh, what do you think? Are you enjoying it so far? We won't do a proper review. Do you know what? No point I'm actually loving this more than I did last season. 
Okay. I'm all right I, with it. It feels like now, now, he, now, he can, now he can take the pill and be a superhero for 24 hours. So yeah, but I, again, in the book, they all get superhuman strength and stuff. I don't think that's going to happen in this. Well, this is where they're getting it from, from these tablets. Yeah, in the comic book, though, they're already... In the comic book, by the time we meet the boys, all the boys have been ejected with um, V. And they've all got different powers. Like, most of them are super strength. And even... Um, what's his name? Um... Oh, I keep forgetting his name. Which one? But the guy. Uh, let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it. No, let's run, boys. Let me get it. No, I'll get it up on me. The lead guy. The lead guy. Uh, Jack Quaid, Hughie, Hughie. Um, he's also got super strength. But in this, I think they're going to do something different. Like so far, so Carl, uh, Billy Butcher's got the whole um, eyes. And the Carl like, Urban's the got the strength vision. and everything, yeah. No, I, th- I think he's just got the eyes. Didn't say he's no, got he had the strength, strength and he had the strength in the last episode. Yeah, he threw that. Well, I, I think I think they're going to give everybody different powers, so it won't be that they've got like, like Huey. Huey's going to get something, and it sounds like it might be disgusting, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to be disgusting somewhere because there's always something. And disgusting. the whole thing's taking a different turn in the sense that. Homeland in the comic book, Homeland has, goes sort of crazy slowly. Like he's evil from the start, but he starts no, he's, to lose he, he's, slowly. He's starting to, he's starting in this, to go he's starting to bend, but he's going in a different direction from the book. So, uh, what a lot of people don't know in the original book, Black Noir is actually his clone. In this, it's different completely. So, Black Noir is actually his clone, and his clone's been going around doing some nasty stuff, and Homelander thinks it's him. So he starts to go mad, thinking he went and did things they didn't do. And this is completely different. And I do like the changes they've made. Um, and so far, I'm really, really enjoying it. Not a huge amount of action, but what action has been like, I'm sorry, if you. Penises, um, yeah, I, I don't oh, want to spoil that, 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 that was hilarious. That one was hilarious. I think the last Penis season, piece. the last season, the worst things that happened were. Uh, when like um, Annie got made to give um, the D head, that was that was a pretty mean scene. And then when the, I think the um, A train is her girlfriend sits on that guy's head and crushes it between her thighs. Oh, it, it, I think it's getting more gory as it goes along. Um, I think this is like not even the invisible dude when he got that bomb. Yeah, I mean, when Carl Urban had, had the eyes and he was after that bloke and he just cut the car in half and cut his head in half. That was yeah. quite, quite I, I think this season's going to get a bit dark. And you, they're also doing Herogasm, which I'm very surprised they're doing because it's, it's, yeah. I, even Anthony Starr, who plays Homelander, said he's not going to watch it. <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, we're, look, we're looking forward to that. I'm enjoying it so far. I won't give it a rating until the season end, I think. But no, it's, it's definitely worth watching. Don't watch it with your kids. I don't care how mature your children are. Do not watch this show with them. It is disturbing in parts. Um, it's just this. Uh, and they don't need to see this. Especially if you want to give them a really bad fetish. Don't do it. Don't do it. This is where it all goes wrong for young people. Um, it is TV. 
outstanding. They've got outstanding cast. The boys, you already know, the boys are already superb. But also, um, like Stan Edgar, who played uh, played by Giancarlo Esposito, um, is brilliant. He was brilliant in um, Breaking Bad, um, but he's great in this as well because he just brings that sort of coldness. But yeah, but he's, he's, he plays the same character in Mandalorian as well, doesn't he? No, there, there isn't like in this. He's a much more confident sort of dude. You know, he's, he's doing stuff because. And then he's also the dictator of Far Cry Six. Hmm. Um. So yeah, I think he's 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 really. I mean, I'm enjoying it. I hope it keeps up the standard. I hope it doesn't go. It doesn't go too far because too far. I, for no, boys, I, I, I think this is going to go too far. No, I hope it doesn't, because too far for the boys is going to be pretty damn far. Um, and they already went there last season, I think, with Stormfront and uh, her Naziness. Well, we'll, I think the last two years we've done our, our yearly reviews. The boys has come out one or two. Yeah, because it's superb. It is just it's it a is superb, superb series. Um, right, we've gone on long enough. So we've got two shows that I'll quickly say, because I don't think... Ms. Marvel. We can um, leave that to next week. Yeah. Uh, the only things that I'll say is that if you catch up, if you're watching stuff along with us and you want to know what we're talking about, we'll definitely be watching the second season of Miss Marvel. Um, second sorry, episode. second episode. Orville's out. I think the second episode of Orville dropped yesterday. And yeah. I watched a film in Scepter, which I'll do a review of next week as well. But yes, we have talked. See you, Dave. We're talking. We're talkers, Dave. That's why I split this podcast into two. We need, we, need, we need to break it to two of this one. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. This is the latest episode of The Boys from Bosque. It's good night from me, CJ Rock. It's a good day from me because it's still daylight. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you take care. Don't forget, The Boys from Bosque will return. That's it for now. That's it for now. That's it for now. English culture. I'm recording.